Cheers. You've stumbled on into the Tap Takeover Podcast. Welcome to Beer News. Welcome to a special edition of Beer News. Today, we're meeting with the World of Beer Festivals, Josh, Jamie, and Mike. But today's easily accessible beer is Third Space's Java Blanca. This coffee cream ale bursts with coffee and cream, like a sweet sip to go with your morning donut. Thanks to Third Space for hosting us today. So let's go around as we always do and put some names to our voices. Hey, I'm Mike. I opened my mouth one day and started World of Beer Fest about 15 years ago, and I've been heading it up ever since. I'm Jamie. Uh, I've been the uh, beer buyer and uh, brewery wrangler for uh, about the last six years, and this year I'm uh, passing the torch to Josh. And I'm Josh, and I'm the guy they put in charge because they don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Alex. And Andy here. And this is Jim. So, Mike, let's start with you. What got you this crazy idea to start a beer festival? I think I was drinking too much. (laughs) I was at a board meeting and said, hey, why don't we have a beer festival? There weren't a lot around back then. Seemed like a good idea at the time. What what was the first year that you guys uh, started this up? We started playing in 2003 and 2004. March was the first fest that we did at Serb Hall. Yeah, so you guys have moved dates around a little bit. So you started in March. But for a while, you're in late June. Now you're in early June. Why do you uh, kind of move dates around? We started out while it was still kind of wintry when we were at Serb Hall, an indoor facility. And then we decided we should move outdoors. We juggled around a little bit in, in June. We started out middle of June and then went to the first weekend in June. And we've been there almost since we started doing it outdoors. The idea that we wanted to come up with is a beer fest outdoors the first one of the year when there weren't a lot of others happening and there really weren't any happening near that time frame when we started doing it then so we were trying to fill a, a void that we really felt needed filling so for our listeners where is your outdoor location located and when did you relocate there we've been holding it at the uh, Schwabenhof in Menominee Falls on Silver Spring Drive since we moved outside it's uh, a really nice open pavilion that holds a about a thousand people, 1,200 people. We supplement it with a few tents. It's fairly easy to get to and just a really neat facility. Awesome. You guys also offer shuttles from around the city to the event too, right? Yeah, we do. We have shuttle buses from eight locations, actually about 12 locations now, around the Milwaukee County and Waukesha County area. From Delafield Brewhouse is the farthest west, a few down in Oak Creek and Franklin, the lakefront, pretty much all over the place. So, Josh and Jamie, when uh, when did you guys get involved with this event? Were you guys there for the very beginning, or did you guys kind of come on later? I started in 2010 when I moved back to Milwaukee, joined the Beer Barons Homebrew Club. You know, we're kind of the group behind the festival. And my first year, I just poured uh, with Lakefront, actually poured with Russ Klish for a while. Oh, nice. Had a great time doing it. And 
the second, so that was 2010 and 2011, the person that was in charge of uh, bringing in the breweries and buying the beer asked me to help him. So kind of did it jointly with him that year. And then 2012, just uh, took it over and ran with it. It was a lot, it was a lot of fun, you know, getting to choose the beers. Where Our festival is a little unique in that almost all the beers are chosen by our homebrew club, the people that are putting on the festival. A lot of festivals, the distributors or the brewery reps will tell you what beers they're bringing, and we're actually hand-choosing the majority of the beers at the festival. So it was a good time. You know, you get to know a lot of the local breweries, invite them in, and uh, get to know a lot of the beers that you're having at the festival. So I started uh, the Barons, actually, Homebrew Club in 2008. I've been helping out at, at World of Beer really since then fantastic festival and then uh, slowly but surely got involved into uh, the Barons officers part of uh, the VP role for the the Barons is to to purchase a lot of beers or to to, to talk to a lot of craft brewers to come in and and host some meetings with uh, invite a lot of craft brewers into to have some meetings so I enjoyed that a lot of fun with that and so talking with Jamie you know it's definitely an undertaking as I'm learning especially in the last couple of weeks. So talking with Jamie, you know, he said, well, a lot of responsibility. There's a lot going on. If, if you're interested, I'm interested in not doing as much. So, um, Aren't we all? Aren't yeah, we all? so the, the best part about uh, the festival and what Jamie does is is that, like he said, you handpick the breweries and you handpick a lot of the, the, the beers and the styles that, that, that go into the festival. And so it's a lot of it's a lot of work, but at the same time, it's it's really interesting to be able to kind of tie into the local craft room, room especially right now. Uh, there's so many beers out there that a lot of people don't have access to. Our homebrew club is fortunate enough to have a lot of partners in the craft brew industry, and so we're able to tie into a lot of um, uh, a lot of exclusive beers that you wouldn't necessarily get at some of the beer festivals. And so it's 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 been kind of interesting. I really uh, I've enjoyed it so far. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> our, our order deadline with the distributors is tomorrow, so if Josh sounds a little yeah. stressed, he's in uh, crunch time right now. So. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and then they got me using spreadsheets, and, and yeah, it's not it's a bad thing for a sales guy. Very bad. I'm curious, what uh, what's the bigger challenge? Uh, trying to wrangle people into get into your beer fest, or uh, trying to wrangle the brewers uh, to figure out which beers they're bringing and all that. I would I would say from past experience, it was getting the brewers involved. You know that beer boom in Milwaukee with all the new craft breweries is still kind of a recent thing in the last few years and you know we had to put a lot of effort in to get these breweries in uh, years ago when uh, some of them were just starting up where now there's so many breweries and uh, craft beer is just becoming more popular in general that uh, a lot easier to get breweries in now we're, we're finding with uh, you know so many beer events throughout the year it's getting harder to get uh, people into the festival because they have so many options years ago there were only a handful of festivals in the area you know not even Milwaukee but just the southeastern Wisconsin area there wasn't a lot of competition now you have good breweries down the street there's always a place to get good craft beer so, so they think last Last year there was 86 of them in the state of Wisconsin. It's a fun time to be alive. Yeah, sure is. I'd like to kind of add here that when Jamie came on board, we were still really working hard to try to get the brewers in. But as more of them were coming in, they really enjoy our festival. We've got excellent feedback from the brewers. They they almost always come back again and again. So it's gotten easier to get the brewers in 
at the same time that there's more competition happening and people are a little more frugal with their beer dollar, if you want to put it that way. So we've been working harder and harder to sell tickets, but at the same time, I think the quality of the festival has been going up every year. No doubt about it. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate because the work that Mike and Jamie and everybody else have done before, um, like they were saying, you know, most of these most of these breweries, you know, I contact, okay, you know, um, it's time to start looking at World of Beer Fest. They, they're all on board. And they not only are they all on board, but most of the brewers and brewers, especially locally, they're, they're the ones serving the beers. And, you know, for example, I, you know, I sent an email to Tim at, at Black Husky and said, hey, you know, you usually bring a pin, something special, something a little bit different. And he says, yeah, no problem. Can I borrow one of your guys' pins? I don't have one. <laughs> and I said, well, sure. He says, you know, I should probably have one. I'm going to buy one. So that's a good idea, you know. But he's, he's uh, uh, so, you know, we these love guys Tim. are always sounds show. exactly like so Tim. Guys, yeah. the, our local craft brewers are always bringing something special for our festival. And I think that's a tribute to the everyone who's volunteered and has is, is put in the time to be able to develop our festival over the last 15 years. So it's, it's really, it, it, it makes my job very easy, you know. And, you know, some good examples of that are, it's like John Harrison from Delafield Brewhouse, who brings one of his barrel-aged beers every year, puts it out there and has a giant crowd around him because everybody knows how good it is. He just turns the tap on and people put their glasses in. I said to him it's, today, I said, I asked him today, I said, which one is going to be your, your, the pin you're bringing for your 3 o'clock tapping? And so is that part said, of the VIB? Uh, no, that's no? general admission. Okay. That's general admission. It's always general admission. I, don't, I just let John do what he was going to do, and oh, um, and and he said it's not a pin. I do a wooden barrel. It's a, it's a, <laughs> I'm very sorry. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm new here. I'm very sorry, but I know to just lay off and say you got it. So, so with the VIB beers, I mean, we checked out the list, and it's a pretty impressive list. We'd like to know what a couple of your favorites are that are being poured in the VIB tent, and then one favorite from just regular general admission. I would say my favorite. My favorite it is uh, Cigar City Huna. I'm a huge fan. My, my mom actually lives down in Florida, so I, I go to Cigar City all the time. The only time I ever get it is when I'm actually in cigars at the tap room and they have it, you know, Just not tap. whatever. if they have it, you know, limited release. It's the only time I can get it. It's an incredible beer. Um, I was fortunate enough that, that we were able to source that for VIB. Kyle Vetter at 1840 is actually going to bring two versions, two variants of his Plumpy. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> so he, you know, we sourced a few bottles of one variant, and uh, he had just mentioned, you know, well, we might as well have the other one so we can do a side by side tasting. I said that that sounds incredible. I think we can probably, yeah, we yeah. can probably fit that in. That's just simple work. math, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that sounds very good. You want to get um, nuts? Let's get nuts. I, you know, <laughs> one of my one of my favorite beers, and one that I actually. I actually waited in line for at it was at Third Space and it was uh, Nexus of the Universe. And so we'll have that in VIB. They're gracious enough to put a few bottles aside for for Nexus. But one thing to keep in mind with our VIB is is that we have a lot of craft brew junkies. I call them craft brew bros that are in our club, right? And <laughs> so what's great is is that I, I tell everybody before a year in advance, I say if you find something, you know, malt forward beers, and that we don't source any hops. In fact, most of our hops are not sourced yet. We're going to source all of our hops within two weeks of the fest. Start sourcing them now. But uh, when I had mentioned everybody, I said if you're anywhere, if you're in North Carolina, if you're in Florida, if you're in Arizona, if you're in California, if you're you know near these places and you're able to get your hands on some very exclusive beers in quantity, because we're going to need a decent amount of quantity, bring them back. 
will pay to have them back and, and we'll sell them and we'll make sure to take care of them. So it's it's something that you're not just going to go down to Chicago and find all these beers. They're, they're from all over the country, all over the world. So, so uh, for our listeners who want to pick up tickets, and uh, after what you just described, I think some listeners are going to want to pick up some tickets. Uh, can you describe the uh, the VIB versus the general admission? What is the what is the price structure, and kind of what do you get for the the two different levels? Yeah, the uh, the difference in price, ticket pricing is the general admission is fifty dollars. We have a lot of really excellent beers in in general admission, but we save the rarest, hardest to get beers for VIB. That's a $70 ticket. There's about 40 or so beers in, in VIB most years. It varies every year. Every year it's all different. There's never the same beers twice. So we never know how many we're going to have or exactly what the mix is going to be or that until it happens. You know, that's just the way it is. Uh, what can we get? General admission, we have about 40 or so breweries pouring uh, and it's actually brewery staff at those breweries the rest of the tables are our staff pouring one thing i mentioned to mike like i said i'm new to this so we're putting together the the, the beer lists and and i said you know what's amazing is is that we have almost every beer is going to be represented by either a, a head brewer uh, a brewery direct representative locally or a brewery rep of a national uh, brewer. And so when you go up and, and, and you you get a pour, you're able to ask someone who's knowledgeable. Now, you know, we're, we are knowledgeable as well, and our volunteers are going to be knowledgeable as well, but you're going to be talking to somebody directly from the there's, source. There's nothing like talking to somebody who works at the brewery who really knows what they're doing. Everyone's been to a festival where they say, you know, oh, well, you know, tell me about this beer, and they say, well, I'm just... I'm just a volunteer. I, I don't yeah. I don't really know, and that you get that you get that a lot these days. And the and other everyone really, will yeah. know. The other really nice thing is we control the number of tickets sold. We don't have a ton of people there, and so you would have time. The brewers have time to talk to you. It's not like there's a huge line of people behind you that they're trying to serve. They have time to actually talk to you if you have questions. I mean, for you guys are the beer barons are a home brewing club, right? And for yeah. home, home brewers, that's extremely important to ha- be able to talk to the guys who are the head brewers for the beer. Even in our last interview, uh, the head brewer at um, Hot Butcher for the World, he, that's how he got into being working for an assistant brewer for more, and now that moved him into the position for head brewer, just meeting head breweries at beer festivals. Yeah, he was uh, impressing. He had met Jeremiah at a beer festival, and they totally nerded out on hops. Like they were talking, and you know, experimental hops and Denali and all that kind of good stuff. And that's how he got his. He's now a head brewer for Hop Butcher. I mean, so it's great. So listen, you know, as we like to say in our interviews, you got to have something special to get the beer nerds out of bed in the morning. And you guys are like bringing it this year with the uh, special beer. So we highly encourage everyone to go check out the World of Beer Festival. So tell us again, what are the dates and times, and how can they get tickets? Festival is June 2nd, Saturday, at the Schwabenhof in Menominee Falls. You can get tickets online at wobfest.com. That's WOB, that's what we affectionately refer to it as. <laughs> uh, tickets are 50 and $70, 50 general admission, 70 VIB. There's still a handful of VIB tickets left. And a handful is in about 12. <laughs> so get them fast. We, get on it. We hope to see you there. So edit, and edit, the, edit fast, guys. The festival <laughs> festival from 1 to 5 p.m. 1 yeah. to 5 p.m. So, uh, now that we're done talking a little bit about the festival, uh, we'd like you guys to touch on... Um, 
the beer barons a little bit. You guys are the brainchild behind the whole festival. So tell us a little bit about the beer barons and tell our listeners what you guys do. Mike's been here the longest, uh, so we have to let him talk first. founded in 1989 as a homebrew club, and Russ Klish and Jim Klish were among the founding members of the club. They were still homebrewing at the time, even though they have Lakefront going. But um, we we try to focus on homebrewing, and when we bring professional brewers in, we try to talk to them in a way that enhances our home brewing abilities and knowledge. Um, we have a meeting once a month at Clifford Supper Club in Hales Corners. We do a lot of education outside of our meetings. In addition to what we do at our meetings, we uh, have a BJCP judging program where we educate new judges and get them certified. We've been involved in a lot of community outreach projects, fundraising projects for a lot of different groups in addition to our homebrewing activities. But our our core focus is really trying to teach people more about homebrewing and beer in general. Flavors, where they come from, how to make it the, the way it should be made, how to get around your problems, that kind of thing. And, and to add to what Mike said, uh, we are a not-for-profit club, and in the course of having World of Beer Festival, we started a scholarship at the Siebel Institute, and the profits from World of Beer Festival put a brewer through a Siebel program as frequently as we can afford it. We don't always make enough money on the festival to put a brewer through each year, but you know, as long as we have enough money that year to pay for a course at Siebel, uh, we've put, I think, five or six brewers through a class at Siebel, and then uh, a little over a year ago, Mike had an advanced homebrewing class, two-day class on the weekend where we brought in uh, Chris White, John Palmer, Colin Kaminsky, and some of the big big names in homebrew, yeah, and had a, had a two-day class in Milwaukee where they all taught class. So that's what uh, we're doing with the profits from the festival. That's that's so incredible. I mean, to, to bring in those brewers is incredible, but to send a person to Siebel, I mean, we've we've had a lot of brewers on the program who have talked about how uh, important that has been for them. That that education and uh, the fact that you guys are able to provide that just you know just through doing a beer fest that you guys wanted to do anyways is is pretty incredible I, I, we really applaud you guys for that yeah uh, just you know give back to the community now are there any brewers holding any special discussions at world of beer this year we don't have anything scheduled yet we're still in, instead looking of a, for something yeah instead of a presentation josh can talk about we're having a spike brewing come in oh, yeah. uh, they're a maker of homebrew equipment and recently for big brew day we uh brewed a 40 gallon batch of saison there that they're going to be serving at the fest so i'll let john talk about that. yeah so what we wanted to do is we you have a homebrew patio uh, Obviously, we're a homebrew club, and so we invite a lot of the local homebrewers um, uh, from all over the state and Illinois. And we call it Homebrew Patio. It is outside, and we, we set up tents for them. But it's another place that you can go um, where the local homebrewers can display some of their, their best beers. One of our one of our sponsors is Spike Brewing, uh, Brewing Equipment. And we talked to them. They, they built a pilot uh, commercial pilot brewery at their new facility, a new manufacturing facility. And so we talked to them. We partnered with them and said, you know, it would be kind of a cool thing if, if you guys are interested in being part of our festival. Why don't we, for uh, National Big Brew Day, which was the first week of weekend in May, why don't we do a, a big brew on the new pilot system? So we brewed a Saison, something that we could turn out really quick, uh, ferment really quick. Uh, we, we get there, and they said, well, we haven't really used the system yet, so here you go, guys. <laughs> 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 Fun. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah. 
So pilot um, pilot badge. Yeah, exactly. But we had a, we had a good party. They brought in some barbecue. It was a fantastic time. But what we did is is we took forty gallons of this this wort and we fermented it eight different ways. So oh. we're going to use eight different yeast strains. Now whether all eight turn out, and in fact we were talking about that a little earlier. Whether all eight turn out, we're going to find out. But we're going to we will taste all of them, make sure which ones are good, which ones maybe didn't work, whatever. But most of the time, most likely they all. No, I, I like uh, the scatter drinkable. shot. Are drinkable, yeah, but not up to our standards. I like the scatter shot like, method. You throw a lot of darts out there, and out some of them are going to hit. We're going to yeah. serve them, you know. So I we like will. It. Spite Brewing will actually have uh, the saisons on tap, whichever ones we choose work out with various fermentations. So it'll be the same wort, but it's going to be different fermentations. So it should be it should be kind of an interesting thing addition to our homebrew pen. Yeah, fun. All right, so how can our listeners uh, get more information if they're interested in joining the Bear Barons? BearBarons.org. It's our website. Uh, we meet every month, the uh, fourth Wednesday of the month at Hales Corners, uh, or Clifford Supper Club in Hales Corners. At 7, 7.30, the meeting starts, and uh, just show up there. If you don't want to join ahead of time, you can have a few, uh, few meetings for free. Well, you have to pay the meeting fee, but not the membership fee. Meetings are a nominal charge, usually five dollars. Some are ten. I'm assuming there's special beers. Yeah, I'm assuming there's some kind of bottle share that goes on. Oh, with these absolutely. And keep keep in mind, you know, uh, so we are a homebrew club. We're also a beer enthusiast club. So yeah. half of our membership is 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 beer enthusiasts. Half of our membership is actual homebrewers. So we'll have homebrew centric, homebrew technical meetings. We'll have commercial brewers come in. You know, Kevin from Third Space, for example. But regardless of what our topic is, we'll have two seven tap jockey boxes on and you're welcome to bring some beers to pass so it's, it's, uh, I, I it's a pretty I would like time. to say that about 90% of our members are home brewers at one point but virtually all of them regardless of whether they home brew or not <laughs> are beer enthusiasts they they're into the all the new beers coming out and trying different styles and that and we all bring stuff to share whether it's home brew or commercial beers well, I'll tell you what, we've been going to uh, Firkin Fest for years, and so we're very aware of the uh, the beer barons and the amazing beers that you guys have been uh, doing you know, in your own homes. Uh, it's it's really amazing to see that. And uh, Jesus couldn't be here today, but he's been going to the World of Beer Fest for, I, I think, almost every year. I, I, I think, think six at, or seven. I think at six, least six. the last seven years, yeah. So he's really excited about doing this festival. We're going to be covering it for the Tap Takeover podcast, so look forward to, uh, to that episode. We're going to be doing full coverage of the World of beer fest talking to a lot of fun brewers and a lot of fun brewery reps and uh hopefully talking with these guys too when we get there but we just want to thank you guys uh, so much for joining us today and thank you for third space for hosting us but uh, it looks like for now uh, we're out of beer so we're gonna have to mosey on up to the bar grab some more but for me for alex for andy i'm jim mike jamie josh thank you guys for joining us and and this has been a special edition of beer news another solid non-fail podcast